0: it's Mrs. Gillespie
1: and Mr. Hossini
0: welcome to today's episode of in the middle of every day we're going to give you a different scenario that you might find yourself in the middle of so sit back get comfortable pour yourself a nice cup of coffee
1: or just grab some fruit
0: and here we go go
1: it's going you're
0: asking me oh yeah
1: (laughs) Well, hello, everybody. Pointing at Mrs. Gillespie, thinking, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you talking? And it was me. Okay, welcome uh, to uh, today's podcast. All right. (laughs) We're we're going to... I'm going to get it started. I'm asking Mrs. Gillespie. So, Mrs. Gillespie, what is it like for you um, in the middle of being lost
0: Well, I don't like being lost. I can tell you that. It's very unnerving for me because I I am a planner and I like to know where I am and I like to know I'm safe and I like to know what's around. And so being lost takes away all those things. Like there's just a whole lot of unknowns and then I think I I start to worry when I'm lost too. Um, Fortunately, I don't have a lot of really big lost stories or like terrible things. Handful of times that I found myself um unsure where we were or what was going on. Once was um down in on the island of Barbados actually with the Kirk Brides and my husband was driving this ridiculous little car that he spent $5 and signed a paper to get his driver's license so that he could drive down there.
1: Five bucks for the license or yeah. for the car? For the license. Okay.
0: Um, but the car had no windows or doors that opened, like the front doors opened, but there was no windows. It was just like a big metal unit. You could like climb That's through That's so the fun. It's called a mini moke. You can look it up. Um, it was...
1: A- okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm getting it stuck on the car here. Yeah. Um, I was. <laughs> anyway, so we drove. We found the beach we wanted to go to. Everything was fine. But there was definitely a moment where all of a sudden we were driving through a neighborhood and people were walking out onto their lawns to watch us drive by and we knew we were not where we were supposed to be. And we were on vacation on a very tiny tropical island without like your cell phones and Wi-Fi and maps and so... Eventually, I mean, the good news about an island is like head towards the water and eventually and a cruise ship is large. So finding where your cruise ship is, you can kind of head in the right direction. And I mean, there was, there was no, um, no problems, but I definitely had some unsettled moments where I thought, I'm not sure we're in a neighborhood that's safe. Um, we are a wealthy looking visible minority in a car with no windows or doors. And it, it, I just felt unsure for a little while there and we had been given some safety briefings around being off the ship and we were young and we're like, whatever, we'll be fine. Um, and the other time, probably the most panicked I've ever felt was with uh, my cousin, Mrs. Gain. You may know her. Um, and we were camping on the Oregon coast with our families. And How old were you? I would say... 13 14 ish
1: and you and mrs gainer same the same age
0: Uh, i'm a year older okay and um i don't remember where our moms were but not at the campsite dads were looking after us we should have known that was the first problem so we were old enough to go to the beach by ourselves not old enough that they shouldn't have noticed we were missing um, and so if you've ever been to the Oregon coast, right, the sand dunes are beautiful, mm-hmm. but everything kind of looks the same. And so we went to the beach, we put our stuff down near sand dune, we went swimming, um, very strong tides, which we're used to. I mean, you're used to swimming here and in Tofino, but of course it pulls you. And the difference between Oregon and Tofino is that there are no landmarks. So. You know, when you, you get pulled by the ocean here on the West Coast, you can usually look and see, oh, that was the trailhead, or here's the big rock, or here's the resort or something. And when you come out of the water on the Oregon coast, everything looks exactly the same, and it's just sand dune after sand dune after sand dune. And we walked for hours what? trying to find the trail back to the campsite. And you don't know which direction even to go because you don't we didn't really know how far or in which direction we had been pulled away from our stuff and we walked back and forth and back and forth and back and forth trying to find our stuff that was sitting on the beach somewhere and then the trail back to the provincial site um we finally got back there alarmed troubled exhausted and our dads did not notice (sighs) that we had been gone an alarmingly long amount of time
1: and so what was their reaction when you walked up
0: Oh, you're back. <laughs> and I think I could be making this up. Amy can't cut her, but like I think we'd been like crying. Like there was immense relief to have found our families again and not be lost anymore. And like, nothing. They were drinking coffee around the campfire, like nothing.
1: And were, were you and and Amy closer because of it?
0: Oh yes. I can I can tell you, I wonder if she can <laughs> I can tell you. The song that we sang together while we wandered up and down the beach. Um, there was a like Christian band in the 90s um, called Sierra. I think they were called Sierra. And they did a song called Chasing After the Wind. And that was like our anthem as we tried to find... It
1: was your anthem that... It just became your anthem then? Yeah,
0: while we were wandering and the chorus was like chasing after the wind, running around in circles again, like...
1: So fitting. Yeah. Well, you know what I love about that story? The dads? (laughs) Well, the dads... I mean... I just have to say, I wasn't there. I, I don't know everything that happened. I can't oh judge the dads for their word. behavior. No, we
0: can judge the dads here. If you were responsible for the children...
1: You better know where they know are. Know
0: where they are and set aside a time that you start to worry and go, I don't know that they would have ever come to look for us.
1: I think they just trusted. Oh. Okay, so dads aside, okay. um, what I love about this story is the adventure that came with being lost mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and of course everything turned out okay and so you're you know there was no so horrible it's a good it's result. a good story yes um but one one story i can think of uh what it was like being in the middle of or in the middle of being lost was a few years ago and it was at work and and I feel like I need to clear... I, other people might remember this story differently, but I'm, oh, I'm just going to... Here we go. I'm going to tell you my perspective. Are we going to
0: give a, like, he said, she said at the end? You know,
1: Maybe. No, we can just let people just listen to my version. I think that's fine. Um, we were at Teachers' Convention in Vancouver, and, and so all the teachers were there. And one night, um, Mrs. Gillespie, I think... You had arranged for us to do an escape room mm-hmm. and karaoke. Mm-hmm. And so I think... I can't remember who drove down, but I drove back. Maybe Mr. Tanaka drove down. He might have, yeah. And then, and then I said that I'd drive back. And... Um, Everyone piled into the bus. I mean, it wasn't the whole staff because the bus only holds 24, 25 people, but it was it was pretty full. People piled in, and I remember someone saying, like, do you want directions? Mm-hmm. So we were in Richmond.
0: Mm-hmm. That and, might have been me. I remember sitting with the map on my phone and, ready to yeah. give you directions. So
1: yeah, someone asked, do you want directions? And and my sense of adventure was calling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I'm just going to name it that. And, and I, I didn't want directions. Plus, I have... I had a map in my head Mm. to say where to go and and what route to take. And so I started on that route and people kept asking me, where are we going? Where are we going? And I said, we're heading back to the hotel. (laughs) We're, We're heading back to the hotel. And the whole way, people, there was so much direction being given. No, 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 sorry, not direction. There was so much asking And, and some people might take that asking as, uh, like, you don't trust me to get you there. I took that asking as just, it was just background noise. (laughs) Everybody asking, (laughs) do you know where we're going? Where, like, what direction is the hotel? And I kept saying, trust me. Mm -hmm. And, and they said, are you lost? And I said, no, trust me.
0: Don't worry about it. I think. Yes. uh,
1: But there was this perception that we were lost.
0: Are you going to try to make the case? Look,
1: that we were you not lost.
0: <laughs> I knew.
1: We weren't, we weren't lost. I and can't anybody. Even believe
0: you were going to try to make the argument. Hang on.
1: Let me bring this around. Let me let me come to the end of the story. We weren't lost, and I'm gonna define being lost later so that you can understand why I'm saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we weren't lost. I knew approximately where we were. Yeah, like I knew in the lower
0: mainland. Yes.
1: I knew when we were in Richmond, when we got into Vancouver cuz I went I went straight up and went downtown mm-hmm. and then I went over the bridge and then and then we came back around to North Van where we were staying mm-hmm. rather than going out to the highway, going uh, east to the highway and then
0: I love the way you make it sound around. like you just took an alternate route. I did.
1: And that's what I've been tr- I was trying to tell people, but that's why I kept saying trust me. If I was lost, I don't have a big enough ego to say, I have no idea where we were. Hang on. I'm going to keep telling this story. So then we come out of downtown. We cross a bridge and now we're on the North Van side. And so I turn in the right direction. And then it was at that point where we were so close already. And I said, at this point in time, <laughs> I would welcome any more precise directions to find the street. I knew where we were, but I just couldn't locate the street. Now, we hadn't passed it. We hadn't gone by it. It's not like I had gotten us. I I didn't drive us to Squamish. We were like a couple blocks away. I just needed the last right turn Mm. before we then were right by the hotel. Mm -hmm. So at no point in time was I lost or were we lost. I loved how much people were freaking out. Because of the adventure that it was and the memories that came out of it. And I kept thinking to myself, this is, this is so much fun <laughs> because we're not lost. And people are going to talk about this for a long time. And they still do. And especially when I say, trust me, then like Mrs. Whitehead will say, trust me. And she'll put her (laughs) hands up and and make it very exaggerated. Even Mm -hmm. though, even though I knew where we were going, we weren't lost. We got there. It took a little longer because I took a bad route.
0: Three times longer. So was that on purpose? Like, were you just wasting everyone's time? No, not wasting.
1: I'm pretty sure without anybody being here to speak for themselves, everybody had a great time. And nobody felt that that time was wasted. I'm pretty we sure. We were
0: sitting in the back of a school bus.
1: You guys were having fun. Everyone was together. We were pretty much all friends and there was <laughs> singing. And there was like everyone was coming together against a common enemy, which was me. And that was totally fine. But we weren't lost.
0: Have you wondered what it might have been if you had just said... I'm going to take a different route. Let's all go on an adventure.
1: No, I, no, I, I didn't think about saying that. Because I just, the route that I had in my head, it wasn't the fastest route, but it was still a route. And It was a route back to the hotel. And we made it. Now, my, here's my definition of loss and why I say that I didn't get lost. In it. And it comes from my, my youth pastor, Ken Simon, who is a very wise man. And, and I love him very much. So his words I'll just stick to. He, we were, um, uh, he took us four by four in one time. Mm-hmm. And we were out in the mountains and everything. And at one point in time, I had no idea where we were. But I was just a kid and that's totally fine. And I said to him... Uh, I was just asking him about like, are we lost? You know where we are, and he said, I know, I know where we are. And then he's, and then he was telling a story about being lost or not lost as a kid, as a teenager, or as a young man. And he said that he, through his experience, he's reframed the definition of being lost. And he always asked this question, Did you make it home? And if you did, you weren't lost because you found your way home. And that's a big, like, a big, big idea.
0: Yeah, that sounds exactly like how a man would define it. And, I mean, it's probably not working in your favor that you have stepped into the shoes of a middle school predecessor who was terrible at getting us lost. Uh, I, I think he mention was any names, Darren
1: Speaksma. I think he was excellent at providing opportunities for adventure.
0: Right, and, and a very classic line of, like, I have a general understanding of the area we're supposed to be in, which, again, when you're in the forest in random locations, like, you know, we once overwalked, like, overshot our lunch location by like close to ten kilometers.
1: Did you get to the lunch location? Oh,
0: don't
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that you were lost. All right. And that that sounds like so much fun. And now you can talk about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. But of course, with all of these, it's because the adventure ended up okay. And and everybody got there. I, I know it would be different. I love
0: adventure. I guess maybe my challenge would be, hey, if you're the one making everyone else, or leading them to believe maybe you are lost, so that you can have a hilarious adventure, maybe let other people in on the adventure.
1: Then it's not adventure.
0: Oh, so you just like it when... You get to have it
1: no well, okay, so in that circumstance uh, Maybe it's a little bit different But in my opinion the definition of adventure is you know kind of where you're going and kind of what's (laughs) happening But you don't have control and you don't know so you you have to be up for becoming lost or not knowing where you're going And then you have to figure it out like that's adventure
0: yeah, but I think it's a problem if you let the other people think that you're you lost. You know where you're going I and what's happening. Wait. I don't think
1: that you're making reference to me, but.
0: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to agree to disagree that the only definition of lost is did you make it home? Therefore, you weren't lost.
1: Now, at this point in time, uh, I should. I think I maybe I'm getting that definition wrong. I think he told me it was stuck, not lost. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it
0: was. <laughs> <laughs> so all of this...
1: I still like my definition. I'm sticking to it. But I remember we got kind of stuck in his truck in, in mud. We eventually got out and got home. So we were never technically stuck. If you have to walk home from that your truck, that's sense. what he said. Yeah. If you have to walk home from your truck, then, then your truck got stuck. But if you eventually get out and drive home, then, then you, you never went. got stuck.
0: That uh, makes uh, way more logical sense then than... Lost. If you got home, you were never lost. Like what if you were
1: genuinely lost
0: for a long time?
1: Mm, So maybe the definition of being lost is just a a temporal definition. (laughs) It is just depends on when you're using it. Huh? Like I was lost, but now I'm found. Were you blind? But now you see. Now you're getting into totally different things here. (laughs) This analogy works for being lost and, and that's about it. Wow. Now, I don't... I had other stories about being lost, but I can't even remember what they are. But I like... I don't mind being a little bit lost. But have you ever watched a space show? There are people like out in outer <laughs> space and they have no idea where they are. That freaks me out. Because that's like yeah. truly lost and you, you have no, no concept for where your home is. Mm-hmm. That freaks me out. Yeah. No. So I I don't mind the adventure of maybe being lost while I'm on, you know, I'm near home or Mm -hmm. in a in a in a somewhat recognizable Mm -hmm. place.
0: And and I would just say, you know, I'm up for adventure. I love exploring an adventure. That I just want to know I'm on an adventure. Not that, hey, we were trying to get from A to B we thought that was gonna take 10 minutes so we could have an adventure over here. Mm -hmm. And instead, I wasn't let in on the fact that the four hour trying to get from A to B was becoming the new adventure. Mm -hmm. If maybe that was like frame first, like, okay, we're not gonna look this up. Let's just see if we can figure it out. On a parting note, it reminds me of another story. Many moons ago in Hawaii, my dad driving us back from Hanama Bay to our hotel and has no idea where he's going and decides I don't need to know where I'm going. I'm pretty sure the car in front of us is probably going to our hotel too. And he decided he was just going to always take the same turn as whatever car was in front of us.
1: For fun or just because Oh, he thought he actually thought that car was no, going there. No, well
0: kind of to be ridiculous and it started because the car like made a few of the same turns in the general direction so it was like well they're probably going there and then like until they turned into their driveway we followed <laughs> this random car and my brothers and i like this is ridiculous
1: was it fun what are we doing did you get to see a part of hawaii you've never seen before oh uh,
0: maybe but you know
1: see i think that there's a central there, it's a there's good story a, there's a central theme happening here <laughs> what Dads make, things fun. Yeah.
0: No, dads make things fun
1: Dads make things fun.
0: Right. Well, that's a good parting thought.
1: Yeah. Moms make things fun, too.
0: Oh, yeah Way to, way to chuck that in there <laughs> <laughs> Throw us a bone at the end
1: the, the whole idea is when when people are together, it's all fun <laughs>
0: does that, does So that now that you're trapped with your family at home it's been what we're going on five weeks now the moral of the story is when people are together everything is fun
1: if you have a sense of adventure
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have to have that all right we'll do a podcast on how to develop a sense of adventure at some point point. And,
1: and i'm calling mr speaksma oh. i'm getting him in on this okay and your dad <laughs>
0: <laughs> great
1: <laughs> and george clooney because i think he was maybe in that space movie hmm maybe it wasn't george clooney anyway anyway all right who asked that question me yeah well even though i talked most of that miss gillespie thank you
0: <laughs> you got a little lost in the-
1: no i knew where i was going <laughs> i knew i knew where i was going as
0: always it's a pleasure yeah on this adventure
1: yes yes thank you for telling me what it's like for you in the middle of being lost And now we want to hear what it's like for you. So talk with the people in your house and get a sense or get to hear their stories. What has it been like for them when they've been lost in the past? Talk to your parents, because I bet they'll be able to share the same story, but very different perspectives. And if you've got a good story to share with us, you can uh, reach out on Instagram at in the middle of podcast or in our in the middle of Google Classroom. Thank you very much for listening and I hope that you have fun being lost.